Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hello, everyone. It's your girl, Devin Simone. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and this is MTV's official Challenge podcast. Welcome back! Today we're covering episodes five and six of the Challenge Free Agents. And remember, you can watch the Challenge Free Agents along with us right now for free. Go to ParamountPlus.com and use code CHALLENGEPOD to try one month free. Don't say we don't ever give you anything, because we do. Um, We're also going to give you a lot. In this interview, yes. uh, we have the incomparable Dr. Ooh, Anissa, say it in an accent. Can you say his name in an accent? I feel no, like you're going to get in trouble for all these accents. <laughs> Dr. Frank Fox, formerly known as Dr. Well, just Frank Sweeney. But we have him here today. We are pleased to welcome him to the podcast. We are. And <laughs> we're actually going to save our recap for that because Dr. Frank had some notes. So yes. we're going to get into it, episode five and episode six. But before we get into that interview, you know, we got to talk about, mm. you know, we got to talk about the moment of the episode, the flashback moment and the thing we want to leave in the past and any fashion corner moment. So Nini, I'm going to kick it over to you. Hmm. I should write these down before we get here. So mm-hmm. I'm not pondering. Mm-hmm. Well, you won. Yeah. Which was, was nice. I don't know if this was your first yeah. daily win. As a solo person. As a solo person, yes, it was. Okay, well then I'll give this one to you, Devin. Thanks. Because you. it seemed that no one else at every brain cell that we could have had, <laughs> you just had. <laughs> Only you had a brain up there. You know, I give it all to Tamara. Um, was wearing her that day and I feel like she knew. She was your uh, water wig. She was. She was my water wig and she knew uh, exactly what needed to be done to, to stay dry in that moment. Which was really great. I'm going to have to, you know what? I think I'm going to say that, yeah, I'm going to take that as the moment of the episode for me too. Because I don't know that I, I ever I think you should. And give, yourself, give yourself a wedding gift, girl. And this is the gift that never stops, you know, because you can always look back and say, I won trivia and I said dry. That is true. That is very, very, very mm-hmm. true. I appreciate yeah. that. Now, what's the moment that you, I feel like there are a few kind of potential leave in the pastors. What, what were, what's the moment you would leave in the past? A lot of the commentary by the people on this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to leave it right in 2000 and whatever year this was. Mm-hmm. 12. No, I think 14. Um, 14. 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's a, it's a mixed bag because some of, I feel like on one hand, some of the commentary 
is the funniest it's I think incredible. of any challenge ever. Like incredible. some of the Leroy stuff, some of it's just hilarious. He's so funny. He's so funny. But then some of it is just so just trash. I'm terrible. like, whoa, calm down. Yeah. I would leave, I'll give you my leave in the past moment. I actually okay. will leave in the past the way I handled the Teresa thing. And I never thought I'd say that, but just looking back, I feel like I stand by voting her in, but mm -hmm. I feel like I probably could have communicated it differently. Um, and yeah, and so, and and she had every right to then be upset, even though I was reacting to her reaction, she had every right to be upset after that. And watch, just watching it back and watching the commentary. Um, yeah, I give it that. Also, I, it's weird because in the interviews, it seems like I knew that I was a political player, but honestly, I don't remember. I was just as surprised, like told Cara, I told Cara last week, every episode or every new day that I was still in the house, I was just as shocked as anybody else. So watching the interviews, <laughs> wait, wait minute, I'm like, I'm wait, here? yeah, I really, I mean, ask Jesus. I had a lot, there were a lot of voicemails that were left like, wow, well, thank you. This is neat. So I'm shocked watching myself back saying like, oh, you know, I'm good at a political game. So I'm like, girl, since when? I don't know how it's interesting. I just don't remember I just think it's being in you. That. It's part of you. And I think that when you play like that, it's just, it's just natural. So it doesn't feel like you've done anything. Yeah, it really, at the time it didn't. So Politician that was- Politician before your time, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. you should have ran for office in some capacity. I'm not organized enough, but thank you for believing in me. That's, you could just have an assistant. That's fair. Now, what's your what's your leave it in the past moment? I don't even know. Jasmine getting beat by Laurel so terribly. That I mean, rough. yeah, I would I would love to never see that again. That was pretty rough. But what yeah. I would like to say something to that. It's like we're not professional like fighters. You know what I right. mean? Like we're not like doing this based on weight class. So it's right. kind of like as unfair as it is, it's just, that's the game we but, play. Yeah. None of this shit is fair. Mm -hmm. So um, if we were all the same, the same height, the same weight, the same athletic ability, well, we'd probably all be playing a sport. But yeah. we're not. So yeah. we're here because we need the dynamic. We need mm -hmm. it to be different. So for for listeners and fans of the show who... I'm like, well, that's unfair. I'm like, yeah, it sucks. You know, yeah. like one's very small, one's very tall. There's a weight difference, you know, but we've seen the upset, you know, we've yeah, seen yeah. anything can happen. Um, and I know Jasmine was like, well, this sucks, but it's also like good on you. Yeah. Yeah. She put up a fight. Too. Yeah. She didn't give up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Some I people agree. would have been like, why are we even doing this shit? So yeah. It's just, that's the game. Yeah. You know, as much as you want to leave it in the past, like it's still a present and always be a recurring theme. That's On fair. the show that you just get, bodies are different and you're going to get some people that are bigger than some other people. So. That's 100% true. Were there any yeah. fashion corner moments for you in this episode? I mean, cool. listen, that's some shit I would like to leave in the past. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also leaving my frizzy, <laughs> non-existent edges in the past. That deliberation hair, um, my edges clearly I showed no love for a very had a long different, time. They had a it's different, a, different, different yeah. idea. Yeah, they of really what did. You wanted your hairstyle to be. They did. They did. I've been working they on were my more relationship. Rebellious than you were. They were. They were. Oh, it was a sight to see. Well, something else that's not a sight to see, but definitely a sight to listen to. Although, if you guys could peek 
Dr. Fox now. I'm talking about Dr. Mm, Frank Fox. Mm, he was he is foxy. Dr. Fox. Uh, he Frank. really is. He really is. And smart too. And just so fun. So we're excited for you to get in this interview. So grab a snack, grab a drink, go do whatever makes you feel good, long as legal. And then stay right here for this fabulous interview that Anissa and I are about to have with the fabulous Dr. Frank Sweeney <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. All right, folks, it's that time in the podcast where we get to interview, you know, a ghost from Christmas past, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, This person, I think, was an incredible castmate, a good friend, and definitely entertaining to watch. Now he has grown up, and he is Dr. Frank Fox. Welcome, Mm. the former Frank Sweeney, (laughs) now Frank Fox, Dr. And still handsome as ever to the podcast. I'm excited to have you. I haven't seen you in ages. You still look Woo-hoo! amazing. Thanks, y'all. Yes, you. You guys, he has not aged literally a day. Like I'm. I think you got hotter. This it's well. Yeah, it's wild. That's just Sarah at the clinic. She really she fills me up with all the things I need. So I'm good. <laughs> um, but thanks, y'all. It's so good to see you. It's really it's, it's like it really is a blast from the past. It is. Yeah. The artist formerly known as Frank Sweeney, now now Frank Fox. Right. Yeah. Did you cringe as much as we have watching these? I mean, like, ooh, ooh. it's a time capsule. We'll say that to be like, yeah. Kind of about it. <laughs> um, but I will say some of the folks commentary, some of the boys commentary does not age very well, does it? These boys. No. Yeah. Clean them up. Yeah. No. We said it then. Yeah. We were like, kind of had a kind of having enough of this like bullshit. And then it's like. It really is like kind of like ugh. you know what call us crazy call us whatever you, you will but maybe doesn't it feel good to be on the right side of history <laughs> see you boys yes right <laughs> yes yes one thousand percent I'm like who I dodged a bullet there and it, listen yeah could never yeah. happen it now was, it was a lot so fill in for those who don't know we'll get into the episode because we definitely want to hear your take and and especially watching it back now, Dr. Fox. Um, but fill us in on what you've been up to. What has life been? All because so many people want to know because you are and were such an icon when you mm-hmm. were competing on the challenge and then you went on to kick butt, butt in real life. So yeah, give us an update. What have you been up to? 
Thanks, Devin. Um, well, yeah, I mean, just a bunch of uh, just, you know, moves here and there. So I was in LA for about 11 years. Uh, and in my time there, after I transitioned off uh, the challenge, I start, I went to grad school, I got my doctorate in physical therapy. I started a PhD program, but then I realized it's time to grow up and make some money. So I stopped halfway through that and started working <laughs> um, and, and uh, getting that coin. And so I've been working as sort of like in healthcare consulting since then, mm -hmm. uh, with a little hand in research and, and clinical practice too. So it's always nice to just like keep that up. Um, and I've since moved to Austin, Texas with my husband, Mr. Dan Fox, Mr. Sexy, Sexy Dan Fox. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, the two of us are here. We've got three tiny dogs just living our gay fantasy, our gay cowboy fantasy. I love that. Oh, that's so love great. That. Love that so much. Who do you, if any, do you keep in regular contact with from your days in the real world world or the challenge world? Yeah, I would say more so with like some of the real world girls, Priscilla and Alex, mm -hmm. I, I definitely keep in touch with. We just like, you know, touch base every now and then and they're they're wonderful. I would say, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I haven't not for any issue of like malice or ill will. It's just been like life gets busy and you get torn away and you sort of like fall out of the circle. Yeah. And uh you know, I think with some people that I was friends with by circumstance, uh, like a Jordan or somebody like that, like when I was in LA, that was like, you know, more circumstantial and you know, things naturally sort of like fall off. Yeah, yeah. I also think we, we were filming a TV show and in that moment, like watching back, Devin and I have talked about like how serious we thought things were, or friendships, fights, whatever, like, then you grow up and you're kind of like, well, that was, that was ridiculous and trivial and like kind of like juvenile and yeah as were like some of the friendships they were built on like a trauma bond and yeah. mm -hmm. that's that's it not necessarily healthy but um it's definitely true so yeah but I, I, I will say like there's like it's such a like an innate joy that I have seeing the two of you right now that like and maybe it is that like uh. that like trauma bond coming back and like really flushing out IRL but it's so good like it does feel like oh wow like look at this thing that we survived in together and we made we like really made together and as serious as it felt we put ourselves out there in a really nut nuts way right yeah and that like 100% being that vulnerable like with you know the three of us are all friends like being that vulnerable together yeah. is uh I mean that is really special so there's a real true no bullshit joy that I feel just like chatting with y'all right now. Same. It's true. I feel like it's, it is, it's an experience that is unique that only as much as we talk about it on a podcast or people watch shows or fans that you can only really get when you're in it. Mm -hmm. It's like this, you know? Um, and so, you know, that's true about being a part of kind of the challenge real world family anyway, but it's even more so I think when you share you know, the only two challenges I'd ever done, Frank, you were on both of them. So it's like you share an even deeper, like kind of bond um, in that way, which is, is I think really neat actually. Yeah. Well, what wasn't neat this season was that Frank, <laughs> I remember walking into the room and Frank was like, I'm sick. And just like under the <laughs> covers, wrapped up like a burrito, not moving. And just like, I remember you just sleeping days 
away. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone knew what happened. Like you just left. And I, I mean, clearly some people were devastated, um, myself included, but mm-hmm. it, cause I knew it was going to change the dynamic in the house, change the level of competition, but like what actually, I mean, I know, but like what actually happened for the viewers who, and listeners who don't know, cause you just disappear and they never say anything. After. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I had pneumonia. I had pneumonia. It was like, I mean, y'all know we went down to Jose Ignacio or to Punta del Este in Uruguay, which I just went back to this year, by the way. It is so yeah. chic. Like so, oh. so chic. The food was so good. It's like artsy. It's like all these Europeans coming oh, in. To I love the it. It was, it was so okay. great. Highly recommend. Okay. Truly. Yes. Um, going back now. But we were down there and it wasn't like it was off, 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 off season in the fall. And it like wasn't quite mm-hmm. the summertime there yet. And it was cold. I don't know if y'all remember. We it did that freezing. photo shoot and we were like shaking. Yeah, and I got freezing. pneumonia. And uh, I was That's just like wild. down for the count. I went to that hospital in, in Punta del Este. And I remember like, as I speak Spanish, so I remember them talking and being like, like talking around me. And I was like, just like, tell me what's going on to me, please. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. were like, well, you've got pneumonia. You have to like, you cannot be like outside. You can't be in water. You can't be in the cold. You can't do any of this. You got to just like rest. And that just like, wasn't going to work. Right. So right. yeah. And TJ's like, Frank's highly contagious. I'm like, is it SARS? Like, yeah. what are we dealing with? <laughs> I know, right? Oh man, that was it was tough. It was tough to like be sick and then also like try to, you know, have fun, be there, be yeah. present, do the actual challenges. I remember yeah. one of the nights we like I was only there for like what maybe like two weeks. And one of the nights we went out and I don't know, CT was being a dumbass. I don't know what he was doing. I just remember sitting on the bus and being like, please just stop fighting. I just want to go to sleep so bad. I'm like, I was like shivering and sick, and I was like, I get it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was tough. It was tough. Well, we had really late nights then too. It wasn't like now where they we like did. check us out. They're like, okay, kids, like we partied then. Like it, yeah. it was so oh, yeah. different. We definitely. Every, it was interesting too. I don't know if you guys noticed on the clips, but like people could have feuds in the house. People could be like, I hate you. I want to see you go in. And then it cuts to the party scene. And I'm pretty sure I saw Car and Johnny doing shots together. And you see people, like people who like hated each other in competition. It was like everybody was cool and fine at the club. And then, you know, we went back out. That was also the year that Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball came out. Do you guys remember we watched that video on the projector screen in that club? I just remember being (laughs) so impressed when Miley was on the Wrecking Ball. Remember how we were like on the top floor? We were always because we only went to Moby Dicks. Yes, exactly. I I called it Moby Moby Clips. That's where we were. That's where I sat on the bus for like three hours and like Camilla was gonna yes. like yelling in Portuguese. And that was the night I got left on the back of the bus, Frank. Yeah. Oh, the same night you no. felt sick was the, yes. So many well, Frank, it's not also the, because- Not the back of the bus, come on. Yes. yes, girl, I know. Rosa Parks would not have been impressed, but, <laughs> she, but I made it out alive. Wait, but it's, because Devin and I were also talking, it was a two hour ride. Yes. So not yes. only- Remember? Not only oh. that, but it was two hours there and back until we got on that little like barge situation. Yeah, had like the flow. There's a bridge like, there now, tiny... huh? Literally, I was just there. Can confirm it took that long. We had to get on a barge Thank to go across a lake or whatever it was. In the Inlet, lake was the yeah. short. That was the shortcut, but not with yeah. the bus. It could only take the vans. Uh, wait, but you're saying there's a real bridge now. There so is now a real bridge now. 
Amazing. Times have changed. Yeah, I'm on the tourism board for Jose Ignacio Uruguay. Here I am. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, actually, forget I said it. Redact, redact. I want to keep it chic. Right? I was about to say. I mean, but that's cute, though. Have you? I don't mind it. I'm going to visit. Besides, like, jet setting and, like, doing great things, have you watched any of the challenge since you stopped? Okay. Okay. I know that's a big. Um, I mean, it's it's yeah. been years. No, is my honest answer, and okay. like I love reality TV. Like I, I do. I like. I, I took a minute after I left the show to like bounce back into it. I will say, like, I didn't watch like any reality TV, not like even The Housewives, anything like that at first. <laughs> um, but I've since bounced back and bounced back hard. Just not necessarily to the challenge. I don't know what it is. It's just like tough to watch people who and I don't know if y'all feel the same way but people who I know sort of like still acting a fool I know the cast has changed yeah. a bunch I know the cast has changed a bunch I know people have evolved and I hear you no shade like I think like it would be super fun to keep doing it and have fun and keep going back and everything like that but like your storyline your narrative your person in real life changes it can also change on the show yeah. so like do the work you know what I mean yeah Frank when you did you watch the rest of free agent season back when it originally aired or, um, you know, is this your first time rewatching with us? Is this your first time? This is my first time seeing the episodes. Yeah. Ever. Ooh, so wait, fresh, ever? fresh Frank. I, I, I really like, I just like, it was like a, it was like a severance. I was just like, all right. Yeah. Like I, I just didn't even nothing. I mean, yeah. you know, you basically watch when you get everybody's opinions online anyway. So, like, I'm like, I know how people feel about it. I, what do I got to watch? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then from your fresh take, okay, let's go into episode five where we have, oh, God, that, like, hanging rope challenge daily thing. Just, I know, not, never, not a fan of that. For today's challenge, piggyback. You guys are going to be separated into two teams of ten. To begin, all 10 players are going to start on one platform. And when I say go, the first player is going to jump on the first rope. The second player is then going to use the first player as a human bridge to get to that second rope. The third player is going to do the same until all 10 players have their own rope. When you watched that, Frank, did you think, like, before you saw how it ended or, like, how the team did, did you kind of assume that that one, because it seemed like everyone there thought it would be relatively easy. Did you also think it would be easy just looking at it or could you tell I, it was going to be a challenge? I definitely thought it was going to be easy. I, I I was surprised that it was so difficult. It reminded me of like, I don't know if y'all ever did like Project <laughs> Adventure in gym when you were in elementary school. Did y'all have it? It was called No, that? what is it? I don't oh know. Yeah, it sounds so fun. Week, when it was Project Adventure Week, it was so lit in elementary school. You basically like, it was like the challenge, but made for kids where they were like, all right, here's a tire and a board build a bridge and here's a so net fun. with a bunch of things get out of it that was like oh man I love oh that's that cool it sounds like some shit we do now yeah yeah, yeah. But it, that's what it reminded me of i was like oh this is like project adventure week this is uh this yeah. is gonna be a cakewalk except for the people that were cakewalking on your head yeah right <laughs> yeah. it was hard i knew i was gonna fall because i don't have upper body strength i knew that you I, looked was, like I never you denied that i look like it but look you deceiving and so I knew that was going to be a struggle <laughs> from the jump. Um, what we didn't know, I don't think, though, is Preston, yet again, really shining. I don't know if you saw the episode before, Frank, but Preston in the last couple episodes has been like the underestimated last picked one and yet has really kind of been essential. 
Yeah. Yeah. Really. I got thoughts. I think like again. Oh, oh, oh. This oh. is a time capsule, and we are yes. looking back on it, and we're not like yes. we're not, not necessarily looking back with the same eyes as we felt in the moment. Right. And I'm looking back on it, and I'm just like, oh, we did him so dirty, just in general. Oh, like yeah like the queer person the person the of color pick. we're just like last pick like get the fuck out of here like the fact that that like there was that was just so abundant if you watch these episodes it's we get nutty. killed off like a horror movie it's we get weaponized yeah. every fucking time disposable i said that it's back crazy. then i made that i made a clip of that once not to do spoiler alert but again y'all here's why this has been out for 10 years uh when it gets down to the final black person i did i made a video and i think they put it on mtv.com where i was like why are all the black people gone and i go through the list of how all the black people have been like annihilated and it was yeah it's crazy because i don't think any of us really thought about it in the moment like to the to the point that i think about it now and like look at it yeah you know like with women female winners and brown winners and queer winners like where are they? We are. We were loving. We were loving sub, like subconsciously villainizing the other. We loved it. Mm. Back then. It was like a, it was a mm. thing. Like mm-hmm. you know, I mean, when I the one thing that I have watched back because when my married my husband, he said, "I gotta see an episode of the Real World." I said, "Okay, you can watch an episode." Mm. And when I watched it back, mm-hmm. I was just like, "Oh, like what?" because i'm gay this is the issue like because i'm because i'm queer because i'm other this is the issue and i was like man i really don't give a fuck about what i said or how i said it my Mm -hmm. message was loud and clear and yeah Mm -hmm. y'all were wrong baby so what are your thoughts on that point sorry yeah no i was very curious to the reaction yeah it's probably a similar yeah i definitely want to know how your husband felt about it but while you're here frank your thoughts on battle of the seasons because there's been a lot and still is a lot of commentary around kind of to this point, right? And the communication and the things that were said and the treatment of some people on the show. And I just wonder with you and your mature eyes, what are your thoughts around, you know, look, I'm gonna just keep it straight, your team and how your team communicated with each other and things you would or wouldn't do differently. Like, what do you think now? Yeah, I think that there totally there's I mean, there's so many levels to that. And I think a lot of it was beyond my like 23 year old self at the time and like how mm-hmm. I handled I'll only speak for myself here and how I handled like those relationships. Um, I think I could have better. I, I mean, I know I could have better handled almost every situation with Sam. I sort of took advantage of her presentation as like this, like very confident um like you know for all for what it's worth like masculine presenting person and i just like was like cool even playing field baby let's let's go mm-hmm. it's not it's not there's mm-hmm. like definitely differences in power and and dynamics there that like were beyond my brain at the time period yeah so that's one yeah and then two from so for that interaction and then two like i think the way that i sort of became not, I don't know what the right word is here, but like almost like made myself lower than or submissive to Zach as sort of like an alpha male figure. Mm-hmm. Gross. Gross. Cause like really who was leading the charge there? It was all me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. He like, 
you know, gets the steam and he has the physical presence and he is the white straight dude just like yeah. doing it. And like, I sort of like acquiesced after being on the real world with him and how fucking horrible he was. I sort of like acquiesced and was like, cool, let's just, uh, you know, make make nice. But I don't know that I should have made nice at the time. I don't know that I was ready to. It was just like a, it was just, again, 23-year-old me being like, let's do this. Let's make a show. Also, let's do well. So you're sort of in a forced position to do so. Yeah. But I I also think like what you said before, like how we, our delivery, I think is different now of like um, kind of, you know, picking and choosing our battles on like how we are to fight those battles. Because it coming out of your 23-year-old mouth may seem way different than how you would present your arguments now and yeah. your level of confidence and, and your knowledge of self now versus then. So it's kind of like you could, like you said before, like you could have been saying all of the things, the you know, all of the right things, just the wrong way. I mean, yeah, I am afraid to even watch your season of The Real World. I feel like that one was a hard one. Ooh, she did not age well. But like, here's the thing, now that you're like empowered with, you know, a, you know, now that all of us are empowered with like a little bit more forethought and a lot more maturity, like we can all still read a bitch and we can do it articulately. Yeah, absolutely. That's my favorite. That's absolutely. That's my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I feel like that was the thing that actually united the three of us in the house. I feel like that was like, I just remember like sometimes our little kikis and aside and I'd come, even though I wasn't rooming in the room with you guys, I'd come like sit in the room with you guys and talk and I feel like that was the thing well it was Um, you Zach and who in your room me Zach Teresa you know the one that I voted in which we'll talk about this episode and (laughs) uh Chet but Frank took Chet out day one uh and I think that was it we were all down the end of that hallway yeah we We did have that that. you guys are the next room over Mm -hmm. our neighbors (laughs) yeah and then it all just getting ready well I was trying you to were bathroom buddies together. with Laurel and Jordan. Uh, and... They were bathroom buddies for real. Yeah. Any other <laughs> <laughs> The real, the other type of bathroom buddies. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about the, ep- the episode. Just because I know sometimes they, they do want to hear our taking your take. And this is Frank watching it with fresh eyes. Amazing. Okay. So we see that challenge. We see that, uh, I guess, Preston didn't grab both ropes I remember being like nervous about how that was going to go because it was such a like kind of nail biter with the four and four um and so then we get to the you know deliberation and this is kind of the beginning of you're starting to see the fissure between Jordan and Bananas this person is really big on tradition he's a really good competitor he's got a lot of famous speeches but one of his most famous is it's time for you to go in there and earn your stripes Johnny I already got mine, buddy. So my vote is for Johnny Bananas. We haven't seen you in elimination in quite some time. All right, Bananas, come on up. Jordan, of all people, a guy who's come into this house and done nothing, a guy who is full of false bravado is now going to tell me that I need to earn my stripes. I mean, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. You're starting to see that dynamic. They're, like, laying the groundwork. What are your... And it's, it's also very interesting watching it because this is like Jordan's he's so he's not a villain I want to be clear but if we can liken it to anything you know how they say that every villain has their origin story so you sort of see who they become and so it's here you see bananas being like you haven't done anything like you'll never do anything on this show always and now we know 
where, and I know you said you haven't kept up as much, Frank, but like basically Jordan is is on his track, on his way to becoming one of the goats. I mean, has done exceptionally well, but seeing this moment where Bananas is like, you'll never amount to anything and you'll da 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 is just, um, and this was Jordan's second really season, I think. Because we had done Rivals too right before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What uh, are your thoughts about that? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen, but I'm not like uninformed. Obviously, I've seen like social media and things. And whenever I log on to Twitter, I, you know, the babies still keep me updated with challenge stuff. But I would say I, I wrote to, I wrote notes when I when I watched this and I was like, Ooh, when I wrote, yes. my note was, was this the beginning of the Battle of Egos for the Bananas and Jordan? Ooh, and I think yes. it was. I think this is the inception. Yes, yes it was. Don't get me wrong. I think he has an incredible athletic prowess. I think Jordan's like really fantastic. And he's just like good at these challenges. I think that's also like a thing being good at mm-hmm. these challenges. Um, mm-hmm. But this was all based in ego, it seems like, for the yeah. two of them. Yes. Yes, it was, it was like, a contest yeah. unlike no other. Mm-hmm. What are some of your other notes that you like? Run through Frank's notes. Let's talk about each point. Let's run through. Right. We should have this as a, as a thing notes. on our on our podcast. Frank's oh, notes. I'm sorry. Yes, doctor's notes. Sure, let's yes. do it. Um, <laughs> yes. Here we go. Here's the doctor's notes for episode okay. five. We've got Teresa voting for Laurel. I wrote savage. I thought or not voting for Laurel, rather like mm-hmm. saying I want to get her out and then being mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Jasmine or whoever mm-hmm. she voted for to throw on the bus. That was wild. Teresa. And I'm sorry, Jasmine. We vote for you. Teresa votes for Jasmine? You mean this woman, this Joan of Arc that came in here, torches blazing to go for Laurel, just voted Jasmine? So now we look like the heads going after Laurel and she's sitting up there shaking all nervous? What the hell? And then I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, what do we think hurt worse? Hitting the water in that challenge or uh, Teresa's broken bones from Devin, you throwing her under the bus when you told Laurel immediately. <laughs> immediately. immediately. I mean, we didn't even go upstairs yet. We didn't even make it upstairs. I just think that you should know and be aware that there was a ring leader amongst that voting uh-huh. that then turned coat sitting right there okay. so that it looked like she had nothing to okay. do with it. That's good to and know. I think you know who I'm talking about. I do. Thank you. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. Watching the fresh eyes. So the way I remember it in my heart is that I really felt bonded. Like Teresa and I had really hit it off. Like I really felt very close with Teresa, which is why I really felt very betrayed when she flipped like that. Because like when I say that we were like buddy buddies in the house, we very much were. And so I just felt like I I was really hurt by it. So when I then went and told Laurel, it was for two, my memory was that it was for two things. One, because I'd always in that game, at least I'd played where if I voted for you, I usually gave you a heads up and I told you why. Like it was never some surprise that I voted for you or whatever. That was just kind of my standard. So it was that. And then also because I was so hurt by uh, Teresa. However, watching it back, look, the challenge editors played a clip of a snake through the grass before they cut <laughs> to me talking about what, uh, what Teresa did. And I'm not going to lie, watching it back, it actually does look shady as hell. It looked real shady and real like snake-ish, even though she did completely flip. It 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 didn't I didn't look good in handling things the way that I did, especially because I literally I teased her and said, I'm gonna throw you in. And then I go, Oh, I would never. 
but clearly I would because it did. It made, so, it yeah, made for good I, TV. So I'm not mad it. it did make for good TV, but that is me owning my shit in that I that it looked it it was it was equally messy. My hands were not fully clean in that. Um and I could have handled it better, but I but I do stand by giving Laurel the heads up of really happen what really happened. Because I don't think that was fair to like put all its targets on all of us. And and she's it done was... it since then, from what I've heard. It was wild. And I, you know, I, but I do fully understand your rationale here. Everything feels so monumentous and so big. Yeah. And like when you really feel like somebody's your friend and they go ahead and do that, you just like, it feels like a real true betrayal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Like, and, and in real life, like how often do you actually experience that? Almost never. So like in that yeah. circumstance, you're like, oh my God, I, this is like yeah. Shakespearean. I was stabbed right? yeah. in the back. Totally. And, totally. And, and, uh, <laughs> And I get it. And every, you know, people are like, ask, like, if I were to go back, like, how would I play? And I always think that I would just be like a confessional gangster and like cut people left and right and be like, I'll do whatever I want. And I'll just like play this like really uh, cutthroat game. But there's not a chance knowing my person that like, I don't, you know, fall like monumentously in love with someone as a friend or, you know, Mm -hmm. we're just like, we're bonded. And then it comes to a situation where I got to cut them. And like, it's, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. You can't Mm -hmm. always say you're going to play the game cold or play the game fully out, like up front Mm -hmm. because it's it's Mm -hmm. just not, it's too complicated. Yeah. Things happen and you have to like, be able to alter your strategy like immediately. Yeah. It can get, it can get messy. It definitely get messy. Honestly, props to Teresa for being that messy girl. I kind of loved it. That was like, I was like, she's really going for it. And then she was, I mean, it was smart in the end too. It's yeah. like all of these things. But she should have just owned up to her choice is the thing, right? Like, you're right. That was actually very smart, like, well played. But then her, like, I don't know why people come after me and everybody's just so mean. It's like, now look, you got to, like, if you're going to, you know, the same way Laurel owned up to her kill list, right? It was like, look, oh here's my who God. I'm murdering first. <laughs> here's oh my who God. I'm executing. That was iconic. Okay, wait. So yes. before we go any further, we need to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Okay. 
On my on my notes, I have episode six is for the girls. Are we going to episode six? We got to wrap on five. We could talk about. We could go. Yeah, we could go. Yeah, we, we could talk about okay. episode six. Six six was for the girlies, and I was here for it. We got we like we got the Jordan and bananas beef out in episode five, and then this one became about yeah. the girls, and I and this one I like loved because I loved the trivia challenge. It was so fun. Teresa, what is the largest country in the world? Canada. The correct answer is Russia. I forget about that place. <laughs> like, whoever thinks of Russia, I, I forgot they even exist. All right, Devin, what is a female deer called? A doe. Just like the song, right? All right, Carmaria, what continent does the USA belong to? Continent? What is a continent? Continent is the word that is tripping me up. Continent. The northern continent? I don't. The correct answer is North America. What? Well, what the? F- so hilarious. And I I loved that like the narrative was centered around all y'all girls, even like from the jump in the van. And like you had the van of the allies. Yes. Fun. The girls oh, yes, we had laughing. a time in that van. We had a I know time. that Devin had questioned some things. I didn't realize. <laughs> Yeah, I may have questioned some things that night in that van. That's mm-hmm. the day that mm-hmm. I said that. Nani and I are very similar kissers. And I said that to her. She was like, I'm a good kisser. I'm like, well, so clearly we're kissing each other. Like, just shut up. It was, we didn't give a shit. None of us. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. we had. Oh, that's because we could drink before we left. Yeah. Oh, is that what happened? Is that why we were that Oh, way? no. I mean, I listen, I they didn't cast like unattractive people. So it wasn't like you were in a van sure. with a bunch of... A bunch of you know yeah. people that weren't no, but we were just that. all like super uninhibited in that. I mean, it really yeah. was that poor driver of that van that day. I'm, I mean, we sh- I'm sure. Bless I'm him. sure he, he has like, nothing. Yeah. He's had years. <laughs> he's had years of just footage in his mind. Yeah, um, he is. He's and still we did not. And that's before up. you would think that kind of behavior would happen like after the club. We were like, yeah. no, 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 no. We're doing it before we get to Moby Dick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a definite we were, we were pre-party. Totally, I, totally I loved lit. it. What did you think, of Frank, in watching the guys' van scene mm. and where where CT was like sign the release and just all of all of that dynamic that was playing out? What was your analysis of that? Oh my god! Next, like, get out of here. <laughs> get out. It was. I, it was... A mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. And again, it's just like boys being like, who's got a bigger dick? And it's like, right. y'all, yeah. y'all, you know, who's got the biggest dick is Preston because he's getting it wet over on the other bus. Look at him. <laughs> right. Please. Hey, <laughs> right. So true. It is. And it like not a care in the world. The other bus was just so like dry and angry. And I was like, mm-hmm. are we in the same place? Like, we're we're in Uruguay. We're getting paid to be here. We're doing cool shit. Mm-hmm. We're heading to the bar, our mm-hmm. bar, Moby Dicks. And you we guys get to go to McDonald's like, on Saturdays, right? You guys are oh, acting yeah. like idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hated that. That I, was I the, the tension, the tension van, and I was not for it. Watching it back made me uncomfortable. Let's be real. Though. I just like, kind of laughed. Yeah, who had more sexual tension? It was obviously CT and Jordan. Those two. <laughs> those two. <girls laughs> Them, Lena and Ann for the kiss. I can't believe we didn't get one. Maybe there was one off them. Oh, I cannot. They like, not signed the release. It was like sign me up for your OnlyFans, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cannot. Oh my uh, god. 
What are your, some of uh, Dr. Fox's other notes? Um, I, I loved the trivia. I thought it was so funny, but like those questions were so wildly varied between person to person. Mm -hmm. Like they were <laughs> like name the national language of Australia versus like spell disguise live here on the scene. Like get out of here. Those are not the same. No, and yet, they're not. They still got it and not Leroy. Yeah. D I D skies. I don't know. Oh my god! It's so funny. Some of the that was some of the best hunter. And I just have to ask Anissa, uh, which country has the most population? The highest. Well, population? see, let me and let me explain what had happened. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking, like, I know Africa is a continent, so I was like, oh shit. And then I'm like, Asia is a continent. And I knew about countries, but I wasn't, I was, I was like working through it, like out loud and then trying to think mm -hmm. of countries in Africa versus like China. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that upset me because I am smarter than that. And but it greater. wasn't as bad as, <laughs> as Dutch being the official language in Austria. I cannot, that so, one, yeah, that was really it was really awful. I mean, there were a lot that were quite, wait, Mahatma Gandhi, Kara thinking that Gandhi was a famous boxer. I'm just happy she, she got just, the, that name right. I mean. <laughs> it's living somewhere but, in her brain, so we'll give it to her, right? Like she's not there. It's swimming. It's swimming I, up there. I, I think that I there think are that. some people that are super smart, that are good at trivia, that sometimes the heights gets to you, and there are people that have no clue what's going on on land or above the above the ocean or body of water. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, and TJ, I love trivia because, especially this season, because you get to see TJ's personal. Like, you could tell how much fun TJ was having psyching us all out on different things and making you think, did you get it right? Did you not get it right? Like, he was clowning people. He clowned Anissa when she went to water. He clowned me where I thought Pacific Ocean was wrong for a second, and it was right. Like, he, I love seeing TJ um, really kind of, like, shine who he is beyond just giving the rules and the whatever and rascal. i think trivia is such a great way to he really is he really Frank, is do you to, like, think... see him have fun what's Frank, that do you think you would have done well at trivia i can I, listen i was so nervous y'all were gonna make me try to spell something out loud i don't know that i could spelling out loud really is so hard if you're on the spot like the other questions like yes thousand percent those like the trivia questions but like those spelling ones i was like spell irresistible mm. oh okay well, that is not Jessica Simpson. She's irresistible. I R R. Okay, I R R. A E S T I B L E. That sounds about right. I don't actually even know. I, I don't know either. I gotta write it down. I, yeah, I think that's right. That is correct. Irresistible. But that vowel sounded like an E to me, which would make it correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is hard when you're up there and you don't have any point of reference. No, I love that. I loved it. I loved your backflop, Anissa. I loved. Listen, they held us on with like fishing wire, and yeah. Nani was crying the whole time. She was shaking. I know, and my legs were fully hyperextended to the point where any doctor would have been concerned. Yeah, um, but yeah. That's my anatomy. Okay. Um, but it was that was not that was not a fun fall, but comparatively it's not as bad as other things that I've done. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I'll take, that. I'll take the, I'll take the dental floss over a lot of things. Sorry, I've just been over here trying to figure out if I spelled irresistible correctly or not. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm like, did I just make a fool of my, uh, no. yeah, I, hope. I don't know. We don't know. 
Well, well, you said an E, right? You said I'm sure. I said yeah. I R R E S T I S I S T I B L. People listening to podcasts gonna be like, these people are stupid. Um, we're not. We're smart. We just yeah, that's right, Devin. That like playground intimidation technique with the magic marker and Laurel and her kill list. I could not. Let's write it down. Laurel then pulls a G move. And by G, I mean gangster. Laurel is making her execution list. Let's just call it what it is. One, two, three, your fifth, like before I even think of you. Yeah. Think about what the odds are of me coming back from an elimination and then recognize that I will have no problem whatsoever saying your name. Just take that into consideration. She was like, I'll see you on the fucking, I'll see you on the playground, bitch. Like, it was hilarious because I remember going to her. And again, the reason you see me talking to her is because I had a thing where I always would tell people if I was going to be voting for you. That was just my own personal standard. And I actually feel like many people in the house ended up kind of doing that. And we saw, um, who was it? Someone asked Zach if they were going to tell Swift that that he was, if he was going to tell Swift that he voted for me. And Zach was like, Zach was like, no. But that that kind of became, oh, I think CTF that. But yeah, we kind of would tell people. And so I was just talking to her. And I do, I remember literally going in kind of confidently, but being like, okay, look, I'm going to tell you how it's going to go. Like, this is what I decided. And she pulled out that kill list. And I remember just the power dynamics of that moment. A hundred, like, just did a complete 180. I am not going to lie. And even though I was both the one in charge of voting or whatever, that girl, a hundred percent, took the power in her own hands. And I remember leaving that meeting being like, well, Definitely not voting Laurel in. Like, I'm just like, that was, that's she took, that. She took the Crayola in her own hands and she said, I'm going to write this out. She that light blue marker. That's very her, you know? And that was mm-hmm. very her in the moment. And I still feel pieces of like, not the list as much anymore, but, but I understand her more now. And I think that that changes mm-hmm. the dynamic of like our friendship. Because mm-hmm. then was a whole other yeah you were going you were gunning for her for sure i wasn't yeah. really gunning for her until she when she came for me i was, was like kind of, oh all right sis that's how we're gonna yeah. play this but i would have yeah. just kept her off the table until before the final and then i would have thrown her in i would have too if Teresa hadn't tricked me to vote for her um i will say this that she was true to her word which i appreciated which is the thing i didn't appreciate about Teresa. so she and i had that conversation and it was true. She never came after me. Now, look, I know I'm not a threat for her in any capacity, but still, it was never whether I performed well on a daily or not or blah, blah, blah. Like it, from that point forward, even though I had voted her in that time before, it was she was, you know, up and up. And that I, I appreciated I and don't valued. I think she cared as much about whether you were a threat or not. It was like more about like integrity and how she felt you played the game. I really feel yeah. like now that I've played a game with her and we've kind of been like on the same side of things, uh, understanding mm-hmm. her more so that like her, she's not really con- condescending. She's like, just doesn't know certain shit. So like it could come mm-hmm. off the wrong way. Yeah. But yeah. She kind of played like how Jordan, we were very like straight shooters. Like this is how we're playing. Yeah. We have to go down. We have to go down. We have to yep. you know do certain things, but we're not going to sit here and like just lie to everybody. But there has to be yeah. some type yeah. of strategy here. And she just mm-hmm. decided to put it in a book and take it around with her. Yeah. And it drove me crazy. I'm like, she's writing about, she's journaling about like how she's going to kill me right now. <laughs> Literally. The book. The yeah. book. I really. Yeah. 
I'm on jury's out for me on her. She was never unkind to me. So I don't have anything negative to say, mm -hmm. right? Like, but I just don't understand her, like, uh, maybe like her psyche, like her psyche, her approach to the game. Her, like, you know what I mean? I like, think she's very formulaic. Cause I, I agree. I, I actually really like Laurel and always have, and we've never had an issue. And outside of the game, she's been very supportive. She used to come over to my house with her dog, Louie, way back in the day around the challenge days. Like, um, I really like Laurel uh, in that way. But I feel like she, she, you know, she's been described as robotic. And I think that's an extreme. But I do think she's very pragmatic. It's like a very black and white mm -hmm. thing when she plays. Whereas the rest of us, even if we're trying to play with pragmatism, there's emotion gets involved, you know, like you said earlier, and he's like, if you feel a friend betrayed you, or if you feel this, or like the power dynamics was that, you know, there are feelings, even of the most kind of like logical of us, feelings get involved and kind of muddy things up. And for her, even when feelings are involved, it's still pretty like- Cut and dry. Black and white, like yes, binary. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear that, I hear that. Yeah, it was just interesting to watch, because it was like a full on intimidation technique, right? I was just like, whoa. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't there to see it. So like if if I had been there, I would have, it's just like such an interesting thing to see and like almost debrief on. I would have loved to have debriefed on that in the moment and been like, yo, what? Yeah, yeah. I was there to see it and it was impressive. I, you know, it was a master class. I respect it, mm -hmm. still do. Come to me with a list anytime. And I also think <laughs> I'm glad I told but, you her know, instead of riding with Teresa who would have thrown me in anyway. Yeah, lists can be problematic though. And we've seen that in, in more recent challenges. Yes. But uh, yes, uh, yeah. Michaela was that who it was? Michaela got voted off episode one because she wrote a list down and people found it, awesome. and then she tried to deny about it. Yeah, and then the girl was gone before the credits. I was looking even through everything trying to find one. everything. I was at least trying mm -hmm. to find evidence. Wait, you were going through people's bags looking for stuff? Okay, relax. It her backpack. <laughs> I looked in her bed area, and I may have peeked in an open pocket of a backpack. She used Not to write shit down. Her underwear drawer. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> um, she kept everything in her backpack. She she didn't even, I don't even know if she, there were so many people in that house, I don't even know if she had a drawer. Yeah. Like there was just no no space for clothes. Um, yeah. But I did research and she actually was like, she was like, oh, well, I fuck with you because you actually tried to find something to back up, you know, right. speculation Back instead of just whatever. like, yeah, yeah taking people's word for it That's and fair. i was like well thank you who's this was this michaela like from survivor michaela yeah Ooh, mm -hmm. i loved her on survivor as a fan love mm. you would have loved her in the half an episode she was in at the challenge too yeah we would have had a fun little geeky for 15 minutes <laughs> and then she, she got kicked i hopefully she comes back because i don't think she got a fair shake to like show yeah no she and she, she was good she was right behind us in that first one yeah and if I would have gotten anything a little slower, the puzzle wise, like she would have, she would have beat us. So it just, yeah, she's a good competitor and yeah, but definitely, definitely good for TV. Yeah. Mm. What are your other takeaways from this? Uh, oh, well, okay. Actually the breakdown of Camilla. Right now I'm just hoping that I'm able to keep it together. I'm struggling to stay in the game. Come on Camilla. I still don't understand why she broke down so much going against Teresa in that it seemed out of character, like just weird um, that she cried with the, the pole breath. Like she just gave up. She literally just like, she didn't have up. anything I left. Any thoughts on? I don't think. 
I think I it know, was, but there was something else going on. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I actually like I, it was. I was legitimately sad watching it. Like it was sad looking at her crying in the sand like that. Like to you were watching the manifestation of somebody like giving up in a very yeah. real sense, and it was just like whoa. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was sad there. It was yeah. It was because it didn't feel like you know. I mean, people do eventually one person loses gas in the tank, right? That's how someone gets eliminated every time. And and you can see it and there's, but this seemed just like a break, get like yeah. a real crumbling, which was- Like, I don't know if it was that fight or whatever else had like taken a toll on her where she was like, I don't think I can do this game, period. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think she did leave at the right time. I forget we had a conversation after this, this show. And she had said something to me. So it could have been more than that. Yeah. Watching back, Frank, who would you say, like, from the Frank now, looking at the characters that were then, who are the, like, three to five people that you think Frank now would have been or would be friends with? Like, like as they were, not whoever they are now, but just, like, you're sitting out As here, they were in the looking, moment? Yeah, as they were in the moment. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, y'all, we had fun. Um, I would say uh, probably John A. John A. and I were always close. We always had a fun time, and even in like you know we sh- like we shared stuff outside of the show even up until this point that like we hit lows or we hit highs. We like did it together, and she's a great, she's a loyal friend, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Like you can mm-hmm. you can discount her on whatever you'd like, but like loyalty is certainly not one of them. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not discount her on shit. She won two. She yeah, you know she's, she's a champion. Yeah, she's like, a, I, 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 I do know that. Back to back. Yeah, back to back. I know. And a mom. I know. It's amazing, Mama Johnny. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. So I don't know. I think like if I'm honest with myself, oh, I was always buddies with Isaac. I love him. He's yeah. incredible. Isaac is Such hilarious. A sweetie. He's so funny. So funny. And like, yeah. and I just don't feel like he's got. He doesn't got. He doesn't have like a bad. He doesn't have nothing insidious about him. He's just like there in his for core. Fun. I agree. He's I like agree. A, he's like a fun-seeking person, which is like a really attractive yeah. thing. Do we remember what Swift did to cause Isaac to put on all of Swift's clothes and get in the hot tub? Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, no. What did he do? He put. I don't remember. I don't remember but he put on Swift's. You know how Swift would always come with like a blazer and like a, a scarf and shit. Oh like, yeah, he Swift, would. He where did, are you going? Did. that We didn't get invited yes. to. What he a was mess. serving. Like, he was just like giving like literary realness oh, all the time. Yeah. He was just like <laughs> yes. he was on his way to a book signing. I was yes. every wild. day, and then he did something to piss <sighs> Isaac off. And Isaac, instead of being malicious, like this wasn't mean spirited, but it was funny. Put on his <laughs> his trousers. His his loafers, <laughs> a shirt, maybe even a blazer, and then went and sat in our hot tub with <laughs> it all on. And, that, and that's what kind of person hilarious. Isaac is. So I love him and I miss him. Shout out to mm-hmm. Isaac. Yeah. He's great. I had a wild New Year's Eve with him once in Mexico City. Like truly Ooh. one of the wildest nights of my so adult life. It was it was it was something for the books. It's something that we do not talk about on this podcast. Like that. Oh, I was, I was, I was like, Anissa and I both were leaning in like, um, okay, wait, do you tell? You know what I regret though from looking back and like seeing who I'd be friends with? I regret not like trying to build a better relationship with Preston. And I think it's because like, uh, you know, at the time it was almost like we there was only space for one queer person. 
there's only space for one gay guy. Mm-hmm. Like truly, like mm-hmm. it always felt like that. It always felt like there was only enough air for one of us. And that like there was this weird unspoken competition that, you know, someone had to be the dominant. And I just don't think that that, uh, I think that narrative is far and gone from my life now. And I would have loved mm-hmm. to have like developed a better relationship with them back in the day. That's really sweet. Yeah. And I get that. Yeah, that is really sweet. That's the truth. I, I really do think about that. Um, Frank, we didn't, to circle back, uh, there's no way to properly segue this, so I'm just going to go into it. What did your husband think when he watched mm. on the show? Because you said before he was like, okay, I have to see it. So what did, what did you think? Yeah, so I think he, you know, like looking back to the lens, he was like sort of grossed out by like just the interactions in general, if I'm totally honest. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I can't believe that these were issues that became so explosive or so like, uh, like gigantic. Um, mm-hmm. And as far as like, my, we only watched like an episode or two. So as far as like my behavior went, and I gave him the worst of it. I wanted to show him like when I was at my worst behavior, he was just mm-hmm. like, look, you're a kid. Like he was like, I can see that you're a kid and you're mad. And like, yeah. I would be sad too if someone didn't like me because I was gay. Like, this is wild. This is a crazy mm-hmm. thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was like almost like sort of like validating to understand that like my feelings were not necessarily incorrectly placed. Mm-hmm. But my the articulation of those feelings, mm-hmm. the like right. lashing out, all of that can be fixed. And you know, I'm sort of happy that every. I'm, I mean, I'm incredibly happy with my life as it exists today, and I'm incredibly happy I did the show because I got yeah. the opportunity to like see those parts of me and work on them very, you know, authentically. Like, mm-hmm. sure, it's cut, chopped, edited, whatever. But like, I still said it, did it, acted that way, mm-hmm. and then I can make authentic change in my real yeah. life based on that behavior. What a gift. Are you kidding me? What a right? gift. And like you said, sure, my patient's at nada right now. Like I, yeah. again, I live my <laughs> own life. I do my own yeah. thing. We go on nice, we go on nice trips. We have nice things. Yes. We have nice shit all around us. Yes. Like, now I can represent myself better and I can articulate mm-hmm. how I feel better. And uh, I'm not afraid of conflict. I engage in conflict, but I can do it with finesse now. And that's like such a gift, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. With finesse. I love that. Okay. So is there anything else before we wrap? And come back anytime. I'm just going to, I know Anissa, Nini feels the same way. Come back literally anytime. You can come next week. You can come any week. Um, But before we wrap, if, is there anything that you would want um, the the listeners to know, just whether it is, um, sort of the key lesson you've learned between that young Frank then to where you are now, whether it's something that you want, um, you know, kind of addressed or that you've never had a chance to speak on regarding the show, or if it's just a, you want to tell everybody to kick rocks with no socks and open-toed shoes. I don't know. But what's the, what is Frank's message to the people? Ooh, that's a big thing to, to, you know, take your home on. But I would just say like, for us who were contestants on the show and reality TV personalities for the cast as it exists today, for the cast across a lot of reality shows, just like approach stuff with love, y'all. Like we are people, we are learning, we are putting ourselves out there to learn so that you can learn from us too. Like there are so, uh, there's so many opportunities on reality TV. It is such an insanely cool forum as again, it's like chopped and screwed or whatever as it is. You catch 
mm-hmm. authentic moments that like no screenwriter as good as they could be could ever write. And like, that's mm-hmm. magic, man. Like even in these competition shows, you really do. You'll catch it that like you would never think watching RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race, you catch shit that you would never think that can like radically yeah. change your life. And I think yeah. uh, just approach stuff with love and understand that like, for the most part, we're growing, we're changing and we're adapting to the things that we see too. So like, you don't got to remind us that we were shitheads. We know, we know we're shitheads right. and we're making right. it and we're doing the work. At least right. I hope we are. I hope, I hope we yeah, are. Yeah, some of, some of us are doing the work. Yeah. But yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beautifully said. Beautifully said. Nini, you have oh, such a content smile on your so- face. Need more time with Frank. <laughs> I know. I know. I would love to get drinks with y'all if we were all in the same oh city. Oh right my now. god! That'd be so yes. Fun. Listen, I went to Austin once. It was brief. It wasn't a great trip. I hated it. So I have to come back and make. Oh, it come back! I got yeah. space, and I got the, our pool is almost done. Almost done. It's been almost done for about ten months, but it's almost Listen, done. I just okay. want to get harassed by your by your dogs, and that's it. And have oh, wine the and talk. Yeah. Yeah, and da- dance Let's pretty. Do it. Dance pretty great too, y'all. Oh yeah, y'all and your husband. Great. Yes. Yeah. I would love Tell to Dan we're the normal ones. We're the we're normal. He knows. Ones. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. That would be fun. We should. Yeah. My maid of honor is in. She lives in Austin, actually. So um, yeah. It's fun. It's a great city. It's really fun. Y'all come yeah. visit. Yeah, we y'all will have to do that. Visit. Now, for those I know he's picking up a y'all. Y'all for those visit. who want to keep up with Doctor Fox. Uh, where can they find you on social? Oh, I'm a little, I'm a, I'm, I guess oh, I'm still oh, on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. No, it's okay. not a secret. I just don't really have any. Okay. I'm still on Twitter. I'm still watching. I'm still like maybe giving you a little like commentary on Housewives every now and then on Twitter. And then I'm definitely giving you some political commentary. Um, oh, but I'm, I'm mostly here for fun, mama. So like, yeah. I'm not really doing a whole hell of a lot on social media right now, but um but you can still follow me on Twitter if you'd like, and you'll get a, a tweet about politics every other week. What's your Twitter handle for those who don't know? It's just Frank Sweeney Fox. There you go, Frank Sweeney Fox. For those uh, who also just want to send your love and say that they miss you. Yeah, yeah no, I've, listen, I've never said I'd, I never said I would ne- not go back. I'm not, it's not a, it's not gone, <gasps> not gone forever. Ooh. Dun, dun, Let me know dun. so I can possibly show up. Baby, we're doing it together. Please. I know. I, <laughs> I got you. It. I got yeah. you. We might not You're be doing like body shots this time, but we're we're drinking wine and, and talking shit together. No, Respectfully we're not doing body shots. We're like taking B12 in the back. Just like right, right, right. Literally. Listen, I have mine by a Monday, Sunday through Saturday. That's how it's lined up. AM, PM, vitamins. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's got to happen. No, no, I've never ruled it out. It would be fun. Agreed, agreed. Frank, as expected, this was such a delight and such a joy, and it can't be this long again. We can't make it this long, and I will own my part in it and not keeping in touch because it's so great to talk to you. It's really great. Congratulations. Uh, like, have the best, absolute best wedding. Anissa, it's so Thank you. good to see you. you and my partner and I, we go back to Philly. We're going to. Yes, yes. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. All right. We'll see y'all later. Love you. Bye. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. 
Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Oh, time with Francis. How lovely. It's been so long. My goodness. I love these rewatches. It's cool to like talk to people who we've not heard from in a very long time. Um, Anissa, for people yes. who don't want it to be a long time between when they hear from you, those who want to follow you on social, where can they find you? Um, I'm still on Twitter and you probably have been adding me, but I still can't log in. And you know what? <laughs> I've had some thrilling couple of months. So uh, don't follow me there, but you can follow me on Instagram at Anissa MTV. That's A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V on Instagram. I still can't change my name there either, but that's where you can find me. And Devin, but at least it's, they f- what? it's consistent that they can find you. Like, right. Not that, changing that's your one name. thing about me. I'm consistent. Mm-hmm. That's true. That, but, that is true. And for you, uh, Devin, where can they find where can they find all things Devin? I'm I'm consistent, but I'm also redundant, which means you can find me at uh, Devin Simone T E V Y N S I M O N E on all things. So you can go to DevinSimone.com, scroll to the bottom and see all the socials. You can go to Devin Simone um, on Instagram, Devin Simone on Twitter or TikTok. You could also um, Go to Roku and watch me on my project called Match Me in Miami. Uh, and just look for Devin Simone there. Um, yeah. Or Amazon, all the things. Even though my last name will be changing soon, but it'll really still, all my accounts will still be Devin Simone. All right. And then once you do that, because I know you like this up, because show Frank some love, show us some love. We love having you here. Please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or both. And tell a friend, tell all your friends, tell your neighbors you know, tell that squirrel that keeps coming in your yard, like whatever, just tell the people we greatly appreciate it. So, 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 so much. And remember, you can watch the challenge free agents along with us right now for free. Go to paramountplus.com and use code challenge pod to try one month free terms apply. And then we'll see you and the squirrel right back here next week for a brand new episode. <laughs> of, and we're all inclusive of it's TV official challenge podcast the world's favorite place to be i was gonna say it's gonna be nuts oh i love it (laughs) yes
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 